to Agony Uncles with the Brother Street, a show about life's quibbles and how to solve them. We're the wish.com of helpfulness, delivering you solutions, but it turns out they're just cheap knockoffs. I'm Andrew, and joining our resident Agony Uncles tonight on Dylan's team is comedian, magician, and learner husband, Stuart Taylor. And on Simon's team is award-winning writer, comedian, and celebrity Instagrammer, Angel Camping. <laughs> Okay. Did you catch my naked jacuzzi photo from this week? <laughs> <laughs> Many people won't know I was naked, but go look. <laughs> uh, yeah. Andrew does not <laughs> know what to do with that. That's just fun homework for the audience. <laughs> okay, let's get started. Round one is Dear Streep, where our teams will be given real agony aunt letters and be asked to help. So here's our first letter, all the way from England. Dear Agony Uncles. Grannies can't keep their hands off my baby's cheeks. How do I stop their grubby hands on my baby without causing a scene? I acknowledge their need for social contact, but my baby's cheeks are off limits. <laughs> Dylan, have you ever pinched a baby's cheek? Uh, I don't. I don't pinch baby's cheeks. I stay away from baby's cheeks actually, because baby's cheeks are quite close to baby's mouths, <laughs> and baby's mouths are where vomit comes from. Ah. Mm. I've been vomited on by many a baby, and I did nothing to them. So I don't know. I don't know where this hate is coming from. Don't go from. on roller coasters with babies. Is that yes. the problem? <laughs> the problem with, uh, with why are you taking babies on roller that's coasters? That's when they vomit. I don't know. That's when they vomit most. <laughs> the problem with the baby vomit is there's actually no early warning system like you get with a cat. I have a cat. Yeah. It sits there and it goes, uh, 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 and you've got time to move it to the tiles. <laughs> yes. With a baby. Yep. You don't have time to quickly change to a, you know, worse shirt. It's <laughs> yeah. just ruined. Well, listen, I mean, yeah, I've, I've had lots of baby vomit, baby poo as well. Mm. Baby poo comes as quickly as baby vomit, <laughs> uh, but from a different place. <laughs> and, uh, but still near the cheeks. But still near the cheeks. What about when rubbing babies before they're born? That's a bit more. Oh, yes. Oh. Rubbing, rubbing the babies. Of the, of the tummy. Rubbing of my mm. wife used to have people just rub her tummy, just like, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> like they're making a wish. Like they were making a wish, like a little Buddha, just <laughs> and that was uh, very awkward for me. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Imagine someone after it's you walk out of the gym just rubs your tummy. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think I, yeah, I suppose the the big thing now is you're not allowed to kiss babies. You mustn't kiss babies. I don't think you've been allowed to kiss babies. <laughs> <laughs> I think only politicians are allowed to kiss babies. Yeah, right. That yeah. was a thing. Which is super weird because no. they shouldn't be kissing anyone no. at all. I quite like this idea of not being able to kiss babies because that is the only memory I have of this sort of situation is when you're very, very young and old people just want to kiss you. That's all they want to do. That's how they want to greet mm. you. And it's not consensual. And eventually, <laughs> just that, that feeling of that big bushy mustache on your face. On your granny. Yeah. It's always it's a granny. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's but yeah, nice. so Dylan's concerned about the baby vomit. We should. I'm concerned about that spitty yeah. old person yeah. mouth. Because the granny's mustache <laughs> is always it's quite, ageous, it's it's wiry. It's quite yeah. a wiry mustache. Because yeah. when your hair starts to go wiry, it yeah. gets wirier. I know. There's I'm no getting product in that granny moustache. Nothing yeah. to condition it to make it smoother <laughs> for the kiss. No, that's it's, true. It's difficult. Well, there's a life hack coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Tweezers are your life hack. <laughs> 
and I associate going to old people's house also with like it's always quite boring there there's never normally much to do <laughs> there's normally just a collection of cake tins that's kind of seems without like, cake in them yeah, yeah exactly that's when the you, worst when you yeah. hit a certain age you're more interested in the biscuit tin than the biscuits and you just <laughs> you hold on to them and that's no good but why are granny so obsessed with smacking the cheeks in the first place why why it's is just, the baby cheeks it feels cheek? amazing guys have you never felt baby skin have ba- baby skin is the most amazing feeling thing yeah. Like I've, I've got two you have to sons and I. <laughs> You're gonna get on a watch I list. Have two <laughs> sons and I'm just amazed. These boys don't moisturize; they barely wash, mm. yeah. but they are so soft. Like you I'm see. just like, oh. Well, that's my theory. Grannies so haven't felt soft. collagen in so long. How <laughs> 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 do you do it? So it's the collagen. My answer for yeah. this person um, is to just take the bullet, like a action movie, <laughs> slow motion. Just dive in the way of the baby's cheek. Yeah. They're not going to know the difference. They get in there. They get Dude, their, the granny or the, the baby? Well, the baby, definitely not. They get their you know cheek fetish over with. Yeah. And yeah. then your baby goes on unscathed. Have you seen the movie The Man with the Iron Mask? That yes. movie freaked me out. Well, this is my solution. Yeah. Because you put the, the thing on your baby. <laughs> the baby with the iron mask. If you must. <laughs> Grannies are not coming close to that terrifying yeah. baby. Grannies are avoiding you, but the social work is making a beeline for you. <laughs> Look, your child might grow up with one or two kinks. <laughs> but at least they won't get granny germs. <laughs> I was going to suggest maybe tattooing the baby's cheeks with something fairly repulsive. <laughs> Like um, what? Maybe blisters. If you were to tattoo what looks like a blister onto your baby's on cheeks. Forever. Maybe one of those kind of look and put on tattoos. You I mean, tattoo something that the granny isn't going to find appealing, like a new uh, cell phone. <laughs> there you go. Touch It's such a mean question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why didn't you just take it as a compliment that you've got a nice baby? Because ugly babies are not being pinched, I can guarantee you. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of that uh, at letter, I can reveal that I was horrified by the iron mask, so I'm going to give the points to Dylan's <laughs> team. Well done. Yeah. Do you know that my parents actually used to call me sweet cheeks? Um, I didn't like it, but in their defense, I used to store up all my sweets in my cheeks like a hamster. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're going to edit in a laugh track, aren't you? No, no Simon's not that kind. Um, so our next letter, this is from Constantia in Cape Town. Dear Agony Uncles, yesterday I received an anonymous handwritten note in my letterbox. The author of the note accused my dog of pooping on various verges in the neighborhood. It mm-hmm. went on to set down some rather nasty threats should I, as the owner of the alleged pooperator, fail to, <laughs> fail to scoop away remnants of the crime in future. I am pretty sure the author of the note is Sarah the dirty-looking equestrian from number seven. (laughs) This is a real first-world problem here. Sarah and her stinky steed leave behind barrel loads of poop on their morning trots. Do you agree that it is fair that Sarah and all other horse owners, for that matter, they are exempt from bagging up their pet's duty? 
Or do you agree with me that Sarah is a giant hypocrite for her? <laughs> de- I didn't wow. write this. Wow. For, for dealing her demands on me and my pooch. Yours sincerely, Cheryl and Fifi West Truman. Well, wow. first Cheryl and Fifi yeah. missed the last pun because she called it a pooch without a pooch. Oh. <laughs> and it does sound like her horse has the trots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's, yeah. a, it's not fair. Not all poop is uh, born equal. Mm. Yeah, this is a fact. So firstly, I, I <laughs> got it a dog. His name is Eddie Kazar. Eddie has never had a poo at our property ever. <laughs> <laughs> we lived, we got him when we were living in Plumstead and he would jump over the fence and he'd run off to Plumstead Park and he'd have a poo at the park. Mm-hmm. We come back, he'd never poo. We never taught this to him. It was just he arrived like that, <laughs> fully potty trained. And even now, so he can't jump over Because he fence. was a rescue, right? It, well, he just arrived on my parents' stoop. Is this, um, is it only your dog that does this or do your whole family not poop in your house? <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> well, I don't shower there. So, <laughs> so, it's, uh, no, so this is what Eddie does. But here's the thing. So, I mean, dog poop is disgusting, but horse poop is not disgusting. Mm, so does it, does it, which, which smells the worst, do you think? Uh, the one just smells like warm grass and okay, Eddie's so poo, I imagine. Imagine smells like poo. So you wouldn't I think know because you think, never clean it up. I, I never clean it up. <laughs> so I think yes, you know, leave the question alone. So Just like, it not up. only wow. are you like wealthy and privileged enough to own a horse, you also don't have to bag its poop. Exactly. <laughs> There's exactly. a lot of upsells to horses. Of, uh, <laughs> that's the level of privilege. Once yeah, you the land to have to have the horse on it. That's <laughs> a big bag too for horse poop. <laughs> it is. Like it not is. those cool little ones you tuck into your belt. No, like you need a blend bags hanging off the back of the. <laughs> I love dogs. I do think dogs are great, but I don't know if you can call them man's best friend because yeah. if you had a best friend who you had to pick up their poop the whole time, <laughs> very yeah. soon they wouldn't be your best friend. Yes. I don't know. Didn't you go to university? <laughs> <laughs> Not that kind of university. <laughs> lots of drunken nights. <laughs> Fair enough. I think an answer um, should be that the person who, what was her name? Cheryl and Fifi Von, yeah, Cheryl and Fifi, von yeah. de Trapp. Um, <laughs> she should bag the poos yeah. like they've asked her to mm. and hang them in Sarah's front garden in a tree. Okay. She says daily reminders that she is taking her advice seriously and she is carrying out the task and then she must deal with them. Okay, well, I think, uh, I think at the end of that uh, letter, um, I, I was very unconvinced with uh, both of you guys' answers, but oh. I'm going to give the points to Simon's team. So well done. Yes. What is People often ask me, Andrew, are you a dog person or a cat person? And I always charm them and say, I'm a people person. <laughs> And they're always less charmed, though, when they see my collection. Okay. Uh, Nice. That's a good one. Um, (laughs) All right. Uh, Time for the last letter of the round, which uh, I found lying around on the internet. I'm a guy of 28 and I love wearing nappies, but I can't, (laughs) I can't, I can't let, I can't let my girlfriend know. She is my world and I don't want her to find out, though there's a part of me which hopes she might accept it. I suppose if you, if you, uh, you know, that's the nature of true love. People accept you, nappies and all. Still well, so speaking so like a man who's wearing nappies right, right now. <laughs> yeah. He's also sitting you, like a man who's wearing nappies. <laughs> 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 
take all of me or none of me. <laughs> if you can't have me at my nappy wedding, you can't have me at my non-nappy I'll wedding. I'll take none, please. <laughs> but also, there's the, the idea of like, what about you wearing a nappy is rejectable from a girlfriend? You get guys who wear boxes and who get wear briefs and girls yeah. have to just like deal with <laughs> if they're yeah. wearing a brief. These are very different things, Angel. <laughs> I'd imagine if your significant other was wearing nappies. Yes. You might take umbrage to it. Only if you have to change them. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. I mean, but in this scenario, you'd be having, say we're on a date and I'm wearing nappies. Okay, okay there's a lot of reaching here. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> 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 My imagination's not this good. <laughs> we're busy eating our lovely meal. Mm-hmm. Um, I've probably tried to do the Lady in the Tramp spaghetti thing with you and you've probably rejected it. Because it's carbs. I'm not doing yeah, that. Yeah, because you're not <laughs> <into> that. <laughs> and then suddenly you're like, Simon, my spaghetti or my salad is smelling a bit strange. And then I'd have to say, well, Angel, you know how you had no problem with me wearing a nappy? Well, I'm now just currently using the benefits of that decision. Would you still think that that was acceptable? Or would as you long think- as you have a shower before the evening progresses. But this is during the evening. I don't think the evening is going to progress. The evening's where the evening ends. Angel, you've been on terrible dates if this is an acceptable scenario right now. Have you seen Tinder? <laughs> I've never really changed a nappy. Um, I'm not a father. I haven't done that. I'm sorry, Stu, one day, maybe. But uh, what is it's an interesting Stuart's thing. Problem? Yeah. <laughs> it's an interesting thing. It's, uh, I've just taken him on as like a you know father figure to me. You know, we'll reverse roles one day. And What I did have was a fun experience um, at our drummer's bachelor's party. He was the bachelor. Ideally. <laughs> and for some reason, one of the things was that he had to dress up like a baby. And I was suggested to be the one that puts the nappy on. Now, this is old school cloth nappy, mind. Right. So Good for the environment. I had the legs up. Right. Ankles locked, one hand. Lovely. That's up. <laughs> Slide the cloth underneath. I've got a safety pin in my mouth ready nice. to go. That's up. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Around, he's done. Ready for so the whoop, day. So whoop, whoop, whoop needs more. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? I think it's vegan. That was my technique. Thank Perfect. you. How small are his ankles? <laughs> no, it was a little clothy thing. But you oh, have both his ankles in on one hand. Yeah. You know, he's How a small big dude. are your hands? Massive hands. Nappy <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't fit you. <laughs> well, um, I think that, uh, that things can turn out all right for this guy, and I'm going to give the points to Simon's <laughs> team. Yes. Hey, what do you call a stolen nappy? Muggies! Okay, um, we're going to move on to round two, which is worst world problems. Before the show, we gave our audience some first world problems and asked them to tell us which ones they related to the most. Okay, teams, which statement do you think our audience found more annoying? Here we go. I got a new job. Now I'm going to have to start waking up early again. Oh, the worst. Versus, I didn't have a tough childhood, so I can't turn my pain into art. <laughs> Ooh. Wow. Well, I mean, waking up early is... Uh, does anyone really like waking up early? Stuart, are but you early bird? I'm not. I'm not. I mean, I have to force myself. To, I have to because, you know, they're kids and they need an education and that sort of thing. Mm. So I have to wake up on the, the day after I'm not doing a gig. Mm. So I thank you for having me here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so I get to have a lie in on the day that I'm working late. <laughs> 
I so, see. Yes. So I uh, know I'd, I'd, I'd way prefer a lion, definitely. I think everyone would, wouldn't they? Yeah, I think the most like hated thing about a nine to five job is the getting up early, the mm. setting the alarm. I don't think there's a human here who's like, yay, my alarm. Unless you set a few early alarms that are like fake alarms. And yeah, but that's like, still going to upset you. No, you wake up and you go, I don't oh, even have to get yet. up now. It's the best. You no. don't know how good a sleep is while you're sleeping. <laughs> you wake up during a good sleep and then go, I can sleep again. So do you set like 15 alarms? Are you that person? Uh, yeah, I've got a couple. A little t- <laughs> turn them all on. Because that's the interesting. Do you set your alarm before you have to get up or just when you get up? I, I set it for the moment I need to get up. Really? And you but jump up? Yeah, but you look excited, but you're not going to be so excited when I say this, is that often I will sacrifice hygiene for sleep. I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> okay. Dry shampoos, my yeah, friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you, if you want to sleep, sleep, shower later. Yeah. It's always time in the day. Next week. Yeah. Oh, a day. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Overshared. There's, there's much to be said about yeah. wishing that you had a slightly more terrible childhood so that it would give you. Mm. No, but whenever you read an autobiography, like so, yeah. from some artist you respect, you're just like, wow. What a Why life. wasn't I put in a drawer as a yes. cot? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this would have been great. <laughs> Stu, so, what do you think? I'm going to go with um, I'm going to go with art. I'm going to go with uh, these. Uh, I overwrite. <laughs> no, I'm you the, asked him. I am the captain of this ship, <laughs> and I say that that's not the one. Okay. Yeah, we're going for the other one. The other one. The early sleep. One. Early sleep. Yeah. You reckon? Okay. okay. Yeah, people hate waking up early. Yeah, no, I agree. What do you guys? What do you guys think? Early. Yeah. Okay, I can reveal that with fifty-six percent of the votes was in favor of art. What? Whoa. I told you. Why are you on the Monday night? Yeah. Time for our next problem. Uh, I'm hungry but I already brushed my teeth versus I burnt my thumb and got a blister. Now my fingerprint ID on my smartphone doesn't work and I have to manually type in the code. (laughs) I don't have the fingerprint thumb on my phone, but I do have the face recognition. And what I found out is that Apple does not recognize me once I've just woken up. <laughs> really? Yeah. If I am tired, it's like, who are you? Yeah. Put in your coat. I feel like Apple is compiling photos of me. Because whenever you get in selfie mode, it's that double chin yeah. where you look like a thumb. And then maybe that's where they got the thumb yeah. idea. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a code. Wow, that's wow. an open just, marriage. That's it. That's <laughs> it's, the, it's the single most uh, freeing thing in our marriage is that my wife and I don't have codes on our phone. I mean, wow. never. Yeah. We just leave our phones there. It's such a beautiful thing. And wow. you're not worried about people just grabbing your phone. I don't give a damn. My my <laughs> wife knowing that I don't have a code yeah. makes my life amazing. So you yeah. can cheat in open air completely. <laughs> she completely. doesn't she flinch. Never checks. <laughs> nudes. If, if you open arms, they nudes. <laughs> no, it's just it's a great. It's 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 just a symbol of of like yo. Yeah. See, in my mind, like. my code on my phone is is not so that my wife can't get into my phone. It's so that the criminals can't get into my phone. <laughs> What's the difference, I'm happy really? That you are, that you have a, <laughs> such a trusting marriage. <laughs> yeah, I have to prove my fidelity. <laughs> here's my phone. Here's my internet history. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Because when you're sleeping, your wife could just try and unlock your phone and then hold it in front of the sleeping <laughs> face. Well, it worked. I won't unlock because of my Apple uh, problem. Yeah. <laughs> I feel for the other one. Yeah. Yeah. Brushing teeth, eating one. Okay. The only time anything is better after brushing teeth is drinking a glass of water. Does anyone like that? Oh, mm. it's so good. So I hate drinking water. It's so dull. 
Sorry, Stu. Um, it's really dull and it feels like a chore. After, after, after brushing, brushing teeth. teeth that's uh, good. Go it's home like and try it tonight. Water. It's so oh. good. It's like spearminty and fresh and invigorating. Okay. I'm surprised I can go to sleep after that. It's <laughs> you say this because we did a, um, a poll on the radio station that I work on. So we were talking about some people can't drink coffee until they've brushed their teeth. They think coffee tastes better after they brush their teeth. Oh, oh wow. Ugh. By this Psychos. reaction, I was in the majority saying I leave brushing my teeth till the last minute before I leave the house so that yeah. my breath is minty fresh. Plus, if I've been hungry at any point in the morning, there's not the oh, I've Likely. just brushed my teeth problem. Yeah. There is no perfect time to brush your teeth in the morning. And this is not me trying to skimp on hygiene again. <laughs> this is just because when you, if you, someone who wakes up and doesn't want to eat straight away, mm. then you inevitably have to brush your teeth before you've eaten, and then you have a, you got to avoid citrus. Well, I know Simon has hard-boiled eggs every morning. Oh no, I've changed. Are you off that now? I've moved on to soft-boiled eggs <laughs> 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 because they take less time. <laughs> nice. Okay, guys, what are you going to lock in? Is it the brush your teeth, or is it the uh, the thumb and the blister and the fingerprint? I think ID? it's brush your teeth. I'd go for teeth every yeah. day. Do you know okay. what? It's an everyday problem. Thank you. Dylan? This audience has been very sketchy so far. With and they, and they seem bougie, but not bougie enough to have face recognition iPhones. Yeah. <laughs> They're still on thumbprints. But I think we should maybe just go with thumbprints just yeah, as a wild card. Yeah, just mix it up. You have to see what happens. All right. Shake it up. Are you locking that in? Yeah. Okay, well, I can reveal that our audience with 56% said the thumbprints. Yes! So well done. You guys are correct. Well done. Yes. You <laughs> Our final problems are my bananas are ripening faster than I can eat them versus it's a beautiful day outside. Now there's a glare on my TV. Yeah. So, guys, <laughs> yeah. these are these are easily remedied. Surely, I mean, one requires curtains, and the other one requires eating them. No, <laughs> curtains aren't good enough for a strong glare. I remember having to hang up extra blankets, kind of sitting up atop on the back of the sofa to get the angle of my eyes correct, just to get the sun out. <laughs> no, it was so dark. Was that like a cinema TV? What kind of TV, TV was? Lo- uh, the, the sun was really big. <laughs> that was the main problem. The sun stays no. the same size. Uh, <laughs> I hear, Dylan, it's a difficult thing when you're trying to watch a movie in, in the daytime, especially if it's a movie set at night. I still don't oh. really know what happened with Godzilla. Yeah, Game <laughs> of Thrones. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so much darkness. Okay. But it, my parents used to have glare, but it didn't actually affect the TV as much as it affected the sound, because there was a particular guinea fowl that would find its face in the glare on the window and would just chip away at the window constantly, <laughs> making a very that weird sound. That is not a first sound. world problem. That is an old world problem. <laughs> <laughs> Where are there guinea fowl chipping at windows? Well, yeah, and my parents live in a greenhouse, so that's. <laughs> Do you guys have issues with bananas? I mean, I, I'm not a big fan of bananas. My sister used to really love peeling bananas, but not eating bananas. Mm. Okay. So our house is a very dangerous place for clowns. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my boys have this weird thing where they, they say bananas are evil. Why? Uh, what? I don't know. They've just decided that this is their new game, that bananas are evil. So they hide bananas <laughs> in each other's rooms. So Andy will go to bed and he'll open up and there'll be a banana. They'll be like, Dave! And Dave's like, it's an evil banana! <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird. Stu, so if your children feel that bananas are an evil fruit, mm. wait till they see pineapples. <laughs> if any fruit's evil, it's a pineapple. It pineapple is, quite. is designed to not want you to eat it. Yes, That's, it eats you while you eat it. So Andrew, remind us, you've got to decide between bananas and pajamas. <laughs> and, uh, and the glare on your TV. Uh, it's a beautiful day outside. I'm thinking... 
probably bananas, Angel. Yeah, I, would definitely I, on TV. I, I relate yeah. hard TV, with definitely. the TV one. Yeah, though. we're going TV though. We're going TV though. Yeah, That's we're going TV glare. Locked in a TV, okay. you guys. What do you want? I just think our audience, they do watch TV, but they're more frustrated by... Yeah, look. bananas. Well, I can reveal that with 72%, it was bananas. Yes! We were very that right. That wasn't even yeah. close. <laughs> <laughs> so at the end of that round, the points definitely go to Simon's team. <laughs> okay, well, round three is life hacks. <laughs> this is our final round, and I will be posing real life problems to the teams, and I'd like them to give me innovative solutions. So... First up, I need a life hack for how to make bought flowers last longer. I just love how, how perplexed Angel looks like. Flowers? <laughs> Who gets flowers? <laughs> <laughs> I just get given bunches of bananas. People are trying to get rid of them. I'm not sure. I mean, a quick hack to, to make bought flowers last longer is to buy fake flowers yes that's what wow. how about that yeah you bought them and they will I last them, forever they'll last forever well okay. not really well you can't Carry keep on. the fake flowers by the windows because then they will melt so what well, sun do, do you have that's why the kitty file is picking it it's trying to get to your fake flowers a coin a copper coin in your flowers really what does that do well you know oh no <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, the copper in the coin um, and Science. the sun in the water. It's like one of those uh, copper bangles like that you see on really wrinkly people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. The flowers but they're flowers still alive. They're, they're still alive. alive. <laughs> it's the copper that's keeping them <laughs> alive. Andrew, what's happened is we've realized that Stuart, from his magic background, hasn't ever bought flowers. He just makes them appear in his jacket. Don't you freeze them? If you freeze them, they last longer? Well, well you could press them in a book, but then they're not going to look very pretty in a, in a vase. Do you know what, Simon? You are basically on the money. Freezing them is a little extreme. Ice water. But putting them in the fridge overnight Ooh. will make them last three times longer. Awesome. So you get the point for that. Well done. And you have a prettier fridge. That's nice. So next up, I need a life hack for how to cure a sore throat. I've heard, I've heard steady stumpy is a good one, but yeah. the other one is mm. uh, definitely a injection, a you cortisone. do that seriously. You t- wait, this is a life hack though. So do you just have cortisone lying around the house? No, you go to the clinic and you ask them for a cortisone injection. <laughs> well, I I had voice box nodules for a bit. Oh, well, I hope they're gone. And the ENT told me to. Consider when to laugh out loud as a as a song. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, if something's not that funny, don't waste your <laughs> Don't waste the laugh. Oh my gosh. Save it for nines and tens. <laughs> and and he was probably like, just just don't laugh because laughing is apparently very bad for your throat. So I Has this saying, guy has been speaking to our audiences? <laughs> <laughs> How about honey? Honey. Yeah. Surely normally honey, you just throw honey at situations. Honey's not the answer that I have. Any last guesses? I would uh, salt. Ice. Ice. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, water. Water. Ice water. Well, that's not right. The the answer that I have is cucumber. Apparently, it cools down your throat and stops the itching. So you've all learned okay. something. You can that try could that just be water because cucumber is ninety nine percent water. They it's just did. chewy and water. <laughs> <laughs> um, moving on, I'd like a life hack for how to fall asleep faster. 
I got a sleep app where you can play like rain sounds or uh-huh. bird sounds. So the problem is if you play the valley sound, I lie awake so long that I hear it loop. <laughs> and I'm like, that bird sound was 10 minutes ago. And then, and then I see the pattern and then I stay awake. There is a balance you have to find with the like going to sleep with music or podcasts because it's got to be soft enough that you can't hear it or care about it, but loud enough that it drowns out your thoughts. And the, and, <laughs> and the people swearing on the street outside. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that is the answer. It is listen to your favorite song, basically. Music, hey. or, music or podcast. Oh, so, wow. well, yeah. I think the point. Yeah. How yeah. is your favorite song going to help you sleep? That's bad yeah. advice. How is Umbop going to lure me to sleep? <laughs> and our final life hack is how do you stop yourself from vomiting? I have a question about vomiting. Is vomiting the contents of the stomach coming up into the mouth? Gross. Or is it exiting the mouth into the exterior? Because if it's the second, you can stop yourself from vomiting by keeping your mouth shut with a peg, a strong peg, a needle and thread. What? Super glue. Some tape. These are hacks. Answering the question. It's yeah. true, I guess. Yep. Yeah. I think this is going to be like smelling something. Like smelling something that makes you not want but, to Yeah, some vomit. things you smell are not going to help the situation. Yeah, if you smell the vomit, you're definitely vomiting. <laughs> That's just like... If you're smelling the vomit, it's too late. You vomited. Yeah. yeah. So maybe... <laughs> Yeah. That's a good point. Unless someone else vomited and now you vomited. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, I reckon that, that uh, strengthens my point that maybe the vomit is only the vomit if it's left the mouth. Yeah, you yeah. still smell it, yeah. it comes up the back. You get that burn. They are connected. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then it can come out the nose. Yeah. Oh, it closes the mouth out if the nose. Yeah, the mouth, it's out the nose. If it's wow. coming out the nose, you've got a higher chance of smelling it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. I reckon maybe it's like smelling like mint tea or something like that. Something to calm right. yourself and... I'm trying to throw myself back to that feeling because you get that bitterness in the back and your mm. back of your throat and then you're like, yeah. oh, here it comes. Yeah. And then what do you do? Saliva. I usually just saliva. put one hand on the wall and mm. that helps balance me. Yes. But I don't well, think... You need, you need two surfaces. You need a right angle surface. So one on the wall, one on the floor. What if you just distracted yourself entirely from what's going on in yes. the moment? Mm. So... Run a yeah. marathon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Climb Although a tree. Although also known to induce a vomit. Play a computer game. The best way is to also stop spinning around so much. <laughs> yeah. Put down the drink. <laughs> <laughs> well, the answer that I have is something that you do to distract yourself. Scuba perhaps. diving. Uh, <laughs> no. Not Go quite a into outer space. If you vomit, then you are screwed. It's, it's, yeah. I'll give you a clue. Well, it's yeah, closely you related to singing. Humming. Humming is the right answer. You can hum. Mm. Dylan gets the point. This is the end of the show, guys. And I can reveal that the winners are Simon's team. (laughs) A huge thank you to our panelists, Angel Campy and Stuart Taylor. To our agony uncles, Simon and Dylan. And to you, the audience. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. Agony Uncles was devised by Simon van Veek, developed with Dylan Hitchens and Andrew Kerr, and written and performed by all three, with special guests Stuart Taylor and Angel Campy. You can send your Agony Uncles letters to info at brotherstreep.com or visit brotherstreep.com for more fun podcasts, songs, and videos. Thank you for listening.